0: Chapter Three of Insect Stories. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Anne Boulet. Insect Stories by Vernon Kellogg. Chapter Three The Vendetta. This is the story of a fight. In the first story of this book, i said that mary and i had seen a remarkable fight one evening at sundown on the slopes of the bare brown foothills west of the campus it was not a battle of armies we have seen that too in the little world we watch but a combat of gladiators a struggle between two champions born and bred for fighting and particularly for fighting each other one champion was the Palma, a great black hairy eight-legged strong fanged tarantula of california and the other was pepsis a mighty wasp in dull blue mail with rusty red wings and a poisonous javelin of a sting that might well frighten either you or me do you have any wasp in your neighborhood of the ferocity and strength and size of pepsis if not you can hardly realize what a terrible creature she is with her strong hard-cased body an inch and a half long borne on powerful wings that expand fully three inches and her long and strong needle-pointed sting that darts in and out like a flash and is always full of virulent poison pepsis is certainly queen of all the wasp amazons but if that is so no less is eurypelma greatest most dreadful and fiercest and hence king of all the spiders in this country in south america and perhaps elsewhere in the tropics live the fierce bird spiders with thick legs extending three inches or more on each side of their ugly hairy bodies eurypelma the california tarantula is not quite so large as that nor does he stalk pounce on and kill little birds as his south american cousin is said to do but he is nevertheless a tremendous and fear-inspiring creature among the small beasties of field and meadow but not all eurypelmas are so ferocious or at least not ferocious all the time there are individual differences among them perhaps it is a matter of age or health anyway i had a pet tarantula which i would kept in an open jar in my room for several weeks and i could handle him with impunity he would sit gently on my hand or walk deliberately up my arm with his eight fixed shining little reddish eyes staring hard at me and his long seven-jointed hairy legs swinging gently and rhythmically along without a sign of hesitation or excitement his hair was almost grey and perhaps this hoariness and general sedateness betoken a ripe old age but his great fangs were unblunted his supply of poison undiminished and his skill in striking and killing his prey still perfect as often proved at his feeding times he is quite the largest eurypelma i have ever seen he measures for i still have his body carefully stuffed and fastened on a block with legs all spread out five inches from tip to tip of opposite legs at the same time that i had this hoary old tarantula i had another smaller coal-black fellow who went into a perfect ecstasy of anger and ferocity every time anyone came near him he would stand on his hind legs and paw wildly with forelegs and palpie and lunged forward fiercely at my inquisitive pencil i found him originally in the middle of an entry into a classroom, holding at bay an entire excited class of art students armed with mall-sticks and paint-brushes the students were mostly women and i was hailed as deliverer and greatest pompier of beasts when i scooped eurypelma up in a bottle and walked off with him but this is not telling of the sundown fight that mary and i saw together we had been over to the sand cut by the golf links after mining bees and were coming home with a fine lot of their holes and some of the bees themselves when Mary suddenly called to me to see the nice tarantula. Perhaps nice isn't the best word for him, but he certainly was an unusually imposing and fluffy haired and fierce looking brute of a tarantula. He had rather an owly way about him, as if he had come out from his hole too early and was dazed and half blinded by the light tarantulas are night prowlers they do all their hunting after dark dig their holes and indeed carry on all the various businesses of their life in the night time the occasional one found walking about in daytime has made a mistake some way and he blunders around quite like an owl in the sunshine all of a sudden while mary and i were smiling at this too early bird of a tarantula he went up on his hind legs in fighting attitude and at the same instant down darted a great tarantula hawk that is a pepsis wasp her armored body glinted cool and metallic in the red sunset light and her great wings had a suggestive shining of dull fire about them she checked her swoop just before reaching Yuri Palma and made a quick dart over him and then a quick turn back intending to catch the tarantula in the rear but as lethargic and owly as eury palma had been a moment before he was now all alertness and agility he had to be he was defending his life one full fair stab of the poisoned javelin sheathed but ready at the tip of the flexible blue-black body hovering over him and it would be over for Yuri palma and he knew it or perhaps he didn't but he acted as if he did he was going to do his best not to be stabbed that was sure and pepsis was going to do her best to stab and that also was quickly certain at the same time pepsis knew or anyway acted as if she did that to be struck by one or both of those terrible vertical poison-filled fangs was sure death it would be like a blow from a battle-axe and with the added horror of mortal poison poured into the wound so eurypelma about-faced like a flash and pepsis was foiled in her strategy she flew up and a yard away then returned to the attack she flew about in swift circles over his head preparatory to darting in again but Yuri pelma was ready as she swooped viciously down he lunged up and forward with a half leap half forward fall and came within an ace of striking the trailing blue-black abdomen with his reaching fangs indeed it seemed to mary and me as if they really grazed the metallic body but evidently they had not pierced the smooth armor. Nor had Pepsis, in that breathless moment of close quarters, been able to plant her lance. She whirled up, high this time, but immediately back, although a little more wary evidently, for she checked her downward plunge three or four inches from the dancing champion on the ground, and so for wild minute after minute it went on, Uri Pelma always up and tiptoeing on those strong hind legs, with open-armed mouth always toward the point of attack and pepsis ever darting down up over across and in and out in dizzy flashes but never quite closing were mary and i excited not a word could we utter only now and then a swift intake of breath a stifled oh or ah or see and then of a sudden came the end pepsis saw her chance a lightning swoop carried her right on to the hairy champion the quivering lance shot home the poison coursed into the great soft body but at the same moment the terrible fang struck fair on the blue armor and crashed through it two awful wounds and the wings of dull fire beat violently only to strike up a little cloud of dust and whirl the mangled body around and around fortunately death was merciful and the brave amazon made a quick end but what of eurypelma the killer was it well with him the sting made wound itself was of little moment it closed as soon as the lancet withdrew but not before the delicate poison sac at its base inside the wasp body had contracted and squirted down the slender hollow of the sting a drop of liquid fire and so it was not well with eurypelma in his insides victor he seemed to be but if he could think he must have had grave doubts about the joys of victory for a curious drowsiness was coming over him perhaps disquieting thought it was the approaching stupor of the poison's working his strong long legs became limp they would not work regularly they could not hold his heavy hairy body up from the ground he would get into his hole and rest but it was too late and after a few uneven steps victor eurypelma settled heavily down beside his amazon victim inert and forevermore beyond fighting he was paralyzed and so mary and i brought him home in our collecting box together with the torn body of pepsis with her wings of slow fire dulled by the dust of her last struggles and though it is a whole month now since eurypelma received his stab from the poisoned javelin of pepsis he has not recovered nor will he ever when you touch him he draws up slowly one leg after another or moves a palpus feebly but it is a living death a hopeless paralytic is the king dear reader you are of course as bright as mary and so you have noticed as she did right away the close parallel between what happened to Eurypelma and what happened to the measuring worms brought by Amophila to her nest burrow as described in the first story in this book and so like mary you realize that the vendetta or life feud between the tarantula family and the family of pepsis the tarantula hawk is based on reasons of domestic economy rather than on those of sentiment, which determine vendettas in Corsica and feuds in Kentucky. To be quite plain, Pepsis fights Yuri Pelma to get his huge juicy body for food for her young, and Yuri Pelma fights Pepsis to keep from becoming paralyzed provender. If Pepsis had escaped unhurt in the combat at which Mary and I assisted, as the French say, as enthralled spectators, we should have seen her drag by mighty effort the limp paralyzed spider giant to her nest hole not far distant a great hole twelve inches deep and with a side chamber at the bottom there she would have thrust him down the throat of the burrow and then crawled in and laid an egg on the helpless beast from which in time would have hatched the carnivorous wasp grub pepsis has many close allies among the wasps all black or steely blue with smoky or dull bronze wings and they all use spiders, stung and paralyzed, to store their nest holes with. Do the little black and blue wasps hunt the little spiders and the larger ones the big spiders? Asks Mary. Exactly, I respond. And the giant wasp of them all, Pepsis, the queen of the wasp Amazons, hunts only the biggest spider of them all, Yuri Palma, the tarantula king, and we have seen her do it. Well, says Mary, even if she wants him for her children to eat, it's a real vendetta, isn't it? Indeed it is, I answer. It's more real and fiercer and more relentless and more persistent than any human vendetta that ever was. For every Pepsis mother in the world is always hunting for Eurypalmas to fight, and not all Corsicans have a vendetta on hand, nor all Kentuckians a feud. End of chapter 3